0: We are live, Marcel, Monday, October 16th, and the Daily Daily Podcast. My host is always Adam Martin, Big Marcel. How you doing, my brother? How was your weekend?
1: I'm doing very well, man. A uh, lot, lot of stuff to do. Also played some Assassin's Creed Marriage for the first time, so I was happy to do that. And uh, before we start, we're going to open a can of the hands stuff. Oh, you yeah.
0: You know what else we need to get a membership of? Yeah. This, this one right here. Prime energy, <laughs> yeah. like, we gotta tag them both, and maybe one of them will sponsor us. Someone, uh, yeah, right? yeah. Jake that's Paul true, retweeted yeah. me once. I don't know, that's Jake uh, Logan's involved with it. Uh, Say Jake one time when I was talking about uh, Mike Ballot when he talked about the show money thing, where he's like, I'm gonna give my show money. I remember Jake Paul retweeted that. I'm not. have you had this before? The prime, yeah, energy?
1: I've had it before. It's not bad, I know that's
0: what I thought too. Monster's mm. pretty good too. All right, let's get some comments. Yeah, this, but... it's the
1: hands juice, right?
0: Of course, <laughs> special <laughs> sauce. <laughs> uh Glenn, top brother, always glad to have you here, my friend. You know, Glenn, I got to be honest with you. Marcel wanted to do yesterday, and I was like, I wasn't feeling good, so I couldn't do it. But uh I thought about you too. I was like, ah, Glenn won't be here. We should probably do it like the next day, you know, because we got our boy Glenn on Mondays. October updates with top brother. We gotta know you got your name, man, because you follow us everywhere. And we like you. What's up, Joe? Phillies look good, man. Rangers are winning right now, uh, Joe. I love to look at the score. What happened to Daniel Ber- Perez? What happened? So
1: apparently he was at the jiu-jitsu tournament in Valencia, right, in Spain. And he got attacked by the son of his older coach with a medal in his face. And he has a huge gash here. I think he has also some broken bones. But you should check. I, I retweeted it on, it on uh, Twitter if you haven't seen it. You see so
0: I, I'll check it out. I, I actually didn't see that. I was really, I was uh, <clears throat> actually busy doing my day job today, so right. I couldn't uh yeah, I had a lot of other that I didn't do. I did my UFC two ninety four preview for bookies, by the way. I think it went up, but if not, it'll be up tomorrow. But uh yeah. Um or so I say we get into it, boys. Uh let's go to the UFC Vegas eighty one recap, then we'll pre we'll recap. Day series on the next podcast, we'll recap or uh preview ufc it. There we go. Okunowski and Chef uh, 2. All right, let's go to the UFC Vegas 81, Marcel. You know, overall I went seven and four, but like I just finished the play picks, but the last bunch of fights like I got wrong, especially the main event here. Like, I mean, what are you gonna say? Like, this was an epic comeback by by Etsy Ravosa. You lost the first round 10-8, guys. Chris Lee scoring that first round 10-9 is that's worse than <laughs> that is so fucking bad. Like, how do you score that 10-9? That was an aspect, but the stats were serious favor. 42 to 13 with, with one knockdown. So <laughs> and three and a half minutes of control time, too. Like, how did he knock it? Get...
1: <laughs> he apparently missed the gathering where they uh explained the 10-8 round.
0: <laughs> and all uh, we haven't seen have we seen Mike Belton? Has Mike Bells been judging fights Has that happened?
1: I feel like they put they have put him uh somewhere, uh not not on spot since that happened, yeah, you know. And so I'm, actually, I'm actually kind of sad about that, you know, because like, I think he's, 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 he's a good judge. It's
0: stupid. <clears throat> the best judge got used as escape with Gary Marshall. I want to hear his thoughts. Yeah, it's you know a, what it's a, a, exactly.
1: That's exactly what you say, you know? The best judge got screwed because of one bad scorecard, pretty much. (laughs) Or or let's say a bad night, because he had some bad night. I mean, we've seen judges who have, like, fucking bullshit scorecards, like,
0: every week. (laughs) Yeah, Chris Lee, Saltyamano. Derek Curie and Saltyamano. The three judges in this fight. Although two of them got it right, thank God. But, yeah.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: This was an easy fight to score, by the way. 48 yeah, 46, 46 is the right scorecard. Like, 48. there's no doubt. By 10 way, there 8 was... first
1: round and then yeah. 10 9 for Barbosa. Yeah.
0: See, a lot of people are saying third round, 10 8 for Barbosa. I don't think so because it was pretty competitive. Again, the numbers backed it up 32 to 29. And then there was the, the one knockdown with the spinning wheel, kick, which, with, spinning wheel kick, which would have been crazy had you landed that because it was like yeah. the seven kick. That was fucking insane. But like, there was numbers put on the screen at one point where it said, like, 60 to, like, 10 in strikes. That, those numbers on TV, guys, once again, they're not official by any means. And they always change on UFC stats. UFC stats is the official provider. I think they should get away with the live numbers on TV. They're mm-hmm. not accurate at all. They're, they fuck with people's perception of the fight. Because you look at that, you're like, whoa, that was pretty dominant. But, like, it, in reality, so- it was it was 32 29. Go ahead.
1: Still, I feel like, man, you should score yourself, you know, and not uh, look at the at the at the how do you say that at the, the stat- statistics, yeah, at the numbers yeah, what they yeah. show on the, the. I mean, if you if you watch for a long time, you know what you see. You know what I mean. So yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Listen, man. For example, imagine they make a big mistake in the in the scores uh, stats, and they you have they have it like ten against twenty five for one guy, while you have feeling like the other guy learned it more. You know what I, I mean. Know. So it's
0: like I go know. go
1: with your own uh, mind. I would say.
0: Again, I use UFC stats. So, like, that comes out after the fight, basically. Like, it's not, you know, on the screen. Those stats are not official. Don't use them.
1: Oh, right. shit. That's the Uber Jinx. He's in Alex, the chat. Alex, what's up,
0: brother? <laughs> there he is. Our guy. Marcus, what's up? If you should have kept the fight standing, we would have finished. 100% agreed. He fucked up. I mean, he got tired after that. Yo, what's up, Antoine? What's up, brother? Hi, what's up, man? All right, got a bunch of cool people in the chat here. Alex, you want to join us? Ask, I want to see if Alex wants to join. jump in. Let me know, yeah. Alex. I'll, I'll throw you the link if you want to come in. Up to you. I don't know how big you are right now. But yeah, anyways, I mean, listen, Marcel Barbosa is a legend, man. You know, he did it again. Like, it's fucking amazing, you know? Amazing comeback.
1: <laughs> Premature Alex, remember? Yeah, he comes up. No, I'm sending great. Alex
0: the, the link. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Premature Alex,
0: yeah. Uh, Marcel, while I send the link, just uh, give me your thoughts on actually how the fight went. Right? So. Yeah, man. I
1: mean, uh, Sodic did very well in the first round, obviously, you know. Um, could have finished him, didn't finish him, Barbosa super tough. Uh and Barbosa took over, man. I mean, his cardio was better. And I I I told a friend of mine I had the feeling, man, if Sodic couldn't finish him, it m- might have gone. Maybe Barbosa could get his way, you know, because Sodic hasn't fought for over a year. Maybe uh still hasn't been like uh, on his old level. But the same thing is, like, we got to give Barbosa credit here, man. I mean, guy's a veteran, and he pulled it off by being super tough. And then after that, he came into the fight, took up the momentum, and did great, you know? So, uh, yeah, all credits to uh, to Barbosa here for the win. I think it's a big win for him as well. And
0: two straight wins now, right? And, and both impressive, you know? At mm-hmm. age 30, I think he's 37, looked in mm-hmm. great shape. He looked in fucking great shape on the scale, man. That's where I'm like, damn, he took this fucking, fucking camp seriously, dude, because... Wow, you showed up. I mean, listen, you should show up in shape too. You just, you know, the layoff, I think, hurt him a little bit. It didn't have that fight time. Never went five rounds, I don't think. There was a lot of, you know, much, like the week went on last week. I started getting a little bit worried about this one because of the experience difference. That's when we're starting to worry me. Because uh, I did like another preview and I realized I'm like counting up our boats of stats. And I'm like, holy shit, he's 17 and 11 in the UFC. Like, that is a lot of fights and a lot of wins. Bro, right. 18 and 11,
1: something. This is a crazy when the UFC finally does these prospect fights at an Apex against veterans, and then the two veterans are running against the two prospects they expect maybe to do well, you
2: know? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there he is.
1: Alex, what's up, brother? Alex
0: from How's it going, man?
2: I'm good, bro. I'm good. My I, So I cracked my fucking laptop leaving the UFC <laughs> event on Saturday, so it's, like, super fucked up. But I'm here, bro. I'm, 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 I'm happy to see you guys.
0: Yo, you too, man. Talk. Let's talk about the main event. We we, we just gave our thoughts on it, man. What a comeback by Barbosa. Give me your thoughts, brother.
2: Dude, I mean, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I picked Barbosa to to upset it just because I was like, I was just kind of on a vibe, like you know, Bobby Green beat Grant Dawson. Like I was just kind of feeling it. Um, and then that first round, I was like, oh well, that pick went went right out the fucking window because he got beat up. Um. And then he has weathered the storm, man. I just like it's it's weird because sometimes when when Edson gets beat up like that, like he just doesn't come back from it, right? Like Bryce Mitchell fucked him up and he just didn't recover. So I was just like, Well, I mean, it is what it is. And when, when he when he hit his patent spinning wheel kick, man, I was like, holy smokes. Um so it was crazy, man. The the the, the, the I guess the, the the biggest thing from it is just Chris Lee not scoring it at 10-8 yeah. in that first round. Bro. Like, <laughs> like about...
0: fucking at, horribly – like, how do you not get that 10-8? That's, like, the most obvious thing around round ever.
2: <laughs> like, bro, it's like, ridiculous. how many scorecards are you going to have to fuck up until you go away, dude? Like, man. This guy sucks.
1: I think appar- appar- <laughs> Apparently he's... won. Apparently one for one guy. All the others can fuck that, up. I was
0: just reason. about to ask Alex because he's there obviously. Alex, have you seen Mike Bell in like the last month? Where the fuck happened to him? They they take him out to the Vegas Desert. I haven't seen, What's going no. on?
2: I, I I I haven't seen Mike <laughs> Bell. Maybe they replaced him with uh with uh, Chris Lieben. I don't know. Marcel's thinking
0: that I don't know, Lieben hasn't been back, right? Like, but Marcel was thinking maybe like you know, he's just on like these lower cards. I don't do you ever go to those like no. tough enough cards and all that stuff, or no, I don't say lower
1: cards, but oh, I, you see that? I, I do.
0: Yeah, you go to them. Yeah, do they have like these guys yeah, yeah, judging yeah. the fights, like Derek Cleary and Sal Diamond? Are they the guys, or is it like you know up and coming? Ju- you know who who they are, up and coming, maybe?
2: Man, I actually don't know that to be honest yeah. with you. There is a tough enough, there is a tough enough event coming up pretty quick. Uh, I think next month. So and I'll be there, so I can find out. But just yeah, I don't look. know. Yeah. If you can, not you know yeah. what
0: Alex, It's a good idea, even for MMA mania. Just grab like the judging order or the like, you know, the vote order with the judges. Just just for, like, mm-hmm. you know, just to see in comparison to what they're using in the UFC. But, yeah, I mean, we were talking about the scorecards. Like, I think it was an easy fight to score, guys, 48-46, right? Like, it's pretty straightforward to me. Um, I don't know how you found that roundup. Yeah. Go ahead. So
1: just to just to clarify, I didn't say on, on lesser cards. I mean, maybe they keep them off the. How do you say that off off the uh, from the public right now? You know, because it's oh, still like I see like, you saying. Uh, saying. But yeah, I mean.
0: No, I, I apologize. I, I must have uh, just totally No problem. Dude, no problem. Anyways, I think we're good with the main event. Oh, okay. actually, good question. Here's one for Alex. Who should Barboza fight next, man? Calvin Cater, mm-hmm. yeah. let's do it. Yeah, yeah they I'm haven't
2: fought yeah. yet. They both looking good for Yeah. I think it makes that perfect sense. Yeah. Um, he's been asking for for a uh, step up. If they don't give him a step up, do Barbosa versus Alex Casares for like a like a UFC veterans match. You know,
0: that, that'd be cool too. Yeah, I, even um, does Josh Emmett have a fight booked? He has one booked, or no?
2: No, I would be cool with that one as well
0: that be a good fight, right? Maybe it's um, a retirement fight. Yeah. He, fight he does doesn't,
2: fight. but I think there's something in the works for Josh Emmett because I was asking if, yeah. if he was the one fighting um, Mozart, and they said no, so I don't know. Okay, how about this? Has this fight ever happened? Has, has, has Barboza fought Holloway? I
1: don't think so. I why, mean, did, why, no. why the fuck not? This.
0: Why not? Like, two veterans? Like, Max is in this weird fucking spot. He just fought Queen Zombie, who shouldn't even be ranked. It's not like to step down from
2: Zombie. You know, he's just a mom problem. Max is going to fight Ilya of- if, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Max is Ma- Ma- Max Max is going to fight Ilya if Volkanovsky takes damage. You know Bro. that he can't re- can't return in January.
1: Bro, um, imagine Max Holloway wins. We got the fourth fight between Max and Evlo. Al- <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, man. Maybe I'm weird, but I w- yeah, I'm weird, but I don't mean it that way. But maybe they sh- I think they should have done Topuria against avloev if. Yep. They, they fight there for an interim belt, you know? I love that fight. It happened. It, it been, went cancelled for two ma- two times already, I think. And why not, you know? Because Holloway, you're going to give him another shot of Volkanovski. And definitely, listen, after the second fight, I understand, you know? That was super close. Could have gone Holloway's way. But that third fight was so convincing for Volkanovski. You know what I mean? And it just sucks for Max that he's actually the best guy in the division besides Volkanovski. But maybe if Max is, is lucky and Volk wins this weekend, you know, you never know, and Volk is like, i gonna keep going at lightweight. I pretty probably does it. he wants to go back to featherweight as well, but you know what I mean, so I don't know, man, I mean,
0: yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, let's go to the, I guess we will the next one yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, what's up, dude? Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the loser that's drinking the the Prime Energy Drink here. I got a free one from Circle K man. They give you a free one like every day on the app. It's fucking awesome. I don't mind it actually. It's not bad. Honestly, I'd be Prime, But uh, by the way, I mean, listen, I like, dig
2: it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just saying, I like the Prime Energy Drinks. I think they're good.
0: It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I was gonna say
2: before we get into the next fight, can we quickly go
0: over the boxing match just really fast, like? It was horrible, right? Like it was the worst. There's literally the worst fight I've ever seen. I think, man, honestly, it was so bad. Dog, I,
2: bro, I, I was saying like those. The the co main and main event was so bad that like it literally could have killed influencer, influencer boxing. Like it I was hope that so. bad. I hope it has. I don't know
0: why this has become such a big thing. I mean, because people watch, right? That's even we watched. I mean, I didn't, I didn't pay for it, but I still, I watched that one fight just because the guy was talking so much shit. The only dance is a joke, man. The guy was. <laughs> I was so bad. <laughs> Just has his head it's up.
2: So bad. I it love how so
0: Ariel in the second round though. He's announcing it. His commentary was not very good. The same with Jonathan Coach with Not very good commentary. You know, like they're, they're MMA guys are not boxing guys. I get it. But Ariel's like, man, what a what a brilliant game by Dylan Daniels. You're trying to get Logan Paul tired, and then all of a sudden Logan Paul started beating the shit out of him. I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> <I'm like, what? laughs> you know, H two L.
1: You know, when you when uh, when I was a kid, this happened many times. Uh, when I set my my uh, my pants up, I had my dick in between my zipper, and that was more enjoyable than that, those two fights. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, come on, man. I mean, also like I, I saw, I don't know who it was anymore, but it was one of the bigger websites, uh, MMA websites. They were like, uh, "Yeah, um, why do you think we cover this? Because you fans want us to cover this." I was like, "Dude, are you really trying to?" explain yourself why you want to cover it for us to cover it. I don't give a shit about it. You can do what you want, but don't try to put it on the fans that they want you to cover it. Of course, it generates more clicks because not MMA fans just clicking on those, uh, uh, on those links, but also like the casual fans, just people, like 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 friends of mine, you know, who don't watch MMA but know KSI and, Lo- and Logan Paul. I mean, what are you trying to say? You know what I mean. So it's like I don't know who said it anymore. So I cannot I cannot say his name or her name. I don't know. It's definitely not Amy. So just for just for to make sure, you know, I know Alex. You're trying to keep a straight face here, but
2: uh, you I know you think that's it's funny. But um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I I, I get what you're saying. Uh, my website, we, we covered it because it did double the clicks that UFC Vegas yeah, 81 did. It's you know. Listen, listen, man, and
1: I fully understand that. There's no problem, but don't go to, to 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 X or to Instagram and say we have to do this because the MMA fans want this. No, the MMA fans don't yeah. want this. It's like the the other people who don't normally don't watch the sport. I know these two guys from YouTube. They want to see it, so it's like don't don't mix that. You know what I mean? And I understand they want to put attention to that because it generates clicks i mean i'm not stupid i look stupid but i'm not you know but uh yeah it is what it is
0: that's so funny uh project's good man like, i think it's pretty good yeah i got it's like good. circle k the app you don't you guys have circle k in the states yeah they have an app and it's like free it's like you get a free one like every day Let's go there just for the free one <laughs> buy some candy or cool. something uh what do you guys think dill goes to. i mean i don't even want to talk with this idiot this guy sucks um you gotta be hyped up with the should talk to the guy's uh fiance i mean let's be honest like it was epic trolling. Like it's he got sued, <laughs> so it's pretty good trolling. But like the fight itself was just terrible. Okay, let's go back to the UFC fight fights. Um, I mean this fight. I don't think this fight was very good at all. Viviani Arujo defeats Jennifer by decision. I'll give Marcel props that he did pick her as an underdog. Great pick, brother. Fight. Was didn't do it for me, guys. Um, I didn't care at all about this fight, it was just like, Oh, it's boring. What'd you guys think, man?
1: By the way, thank you, Octagon yeah. Updates and Antoine, for staying here after the Logan Paul and the KSI set. We appreciate you,
0: Alton. Like, Your face, dude, you're just like, <laughs> You just didn't give a shit yeah. at all. It was so, I, mad. it was just mad. I, I. I
2: yeah, I, I didn't watch the fight. I was I was I was in the Apex, probably talking to the PR. Uh, it was a glorified gatekeeper fight. Like I, yeah. I couldn't tell you who won, what happened. I, who cares? Yeah,
0: and Marcel, just give me props. Though, you did pick uh,
2: the dog. Yeah, I
1: mean, to be honest, third round clearly for Maya, second round clearly for Arujo, came down to the first round. You know, you could square for yeah. either way. So I was actually kind of surprised that it went unanimous. Yeah, you know, but um, yeah. Have gone either way, I feel like, and it was like yeah, I mean, I don't know. Listen, I understand from like oh, we gotta put women there in the co main to put in an extra, but Jonathan Martinez, Adrian Yan yes yeah, should get in the co main should have did I not co-main. say that
0: last week. I mean, this way was fucking great. Um it's fucking fuck bullshit because Martinez. there's
2: been there there's been several UFC cards where ranked female fighters are yeah. on the prelims, so why this yeah. one?
0: I, I guess they thought it would be a strikey battle, turned into more of a wrestling match. By the way, I mean, I, uh, go ahead.
1: Go yeah, ahead. how how many times they even have like ranked females on the prelims and they have like unranked females on the main card. It's like, and also Chris Gutierrez was on the prelims, the second prelim, which was actually really disrespectful. Of my it was,
0: fans. it really was. I mean, he's ranked, he's 15th, right, isn't he? I yeah. Think. Like he's just a good fighter. Let's talk about the other bandwins on this card. His teammate Jonathan Dragon Martinez. I fucking love this guy. I've liked him for a long time, guys. I'll tell you that. I've liked him for pretty much since he ever came in the UFC. Um, he knocked this guy Pinguan Lu by like a with a knee four years ago, guys. And that's where he kind of got my map. And he lost a couple, he lost a split decision to Andre Ewell, which most people think is like one of the biggest robberies probably of all time. And since then, he's only lost his Dave Grant. He actually was winning that fight against Davey Grant, he knocked him down, and but then Davey Grant's a fucking dog He came back and won, right? Like, I don't even think losing to Davey Grant's that bad at all, to be honest with you. Since then, six straight wins, guys. I'm picking him in every fight too, Alex. Like I, I'm riding the wave and minus 110 odds in this fight, guys. He was even money. I think he was like the best bet in the card, personally. He looked fucking incredible in this fight. Just chopping down those legs of Adrian Yanez. Chopping them down, hurting him, finishing the fight in second round. Yanez, very tough dude. Like, I think a lot of people go down in the first round for those kicks. It was brutal. Um, but wow, man, I'm, I'm just super impressed with this guy. Uh, and Alex, I, I'm pretty sure Song Dong lost Pierre Yan, right, as the opponent. For UFC China, this makes sense, right? The Dragon versus Song Yudong and the winner, like, we get that next step up, it gets a top five guy. What do you guys think about that? You like that?
2: I mean, that's that's a fantastic fight, um, but I'm actually hearing that China's it's very, it's not, it's like 50-50 happening right now. Like, it, oh wow, it's, uh, it's not looking, yeah, it's, it's not looking that, that that good. So we, we might, we we might have a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we look, we might be looking at an apex event in, in December.
0: They're going to put that one in Minneapolis, and you'll finally be right when you Dave that question. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, man. But what do you guys yeah, think about Jonathan Martinez? Go ahead, man. Tell me.
2: Man, it, he's he's so underrated. Um, I know. And it's funny. So in in the, in the beginning of the week, I picked Yanez because I felt like, you know, I was hearing everything I wanted to hear from him. But as the fight got closer, I was just like – I don't like Jonathan is gonna chop down his legs and and like I just I just don't like him, Vince Morales, there's been a few fighters that like you know what these factory X guys are gonna do. But you can't but like you can't defend them or like you know, it's 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 crazy. Like I just wanna know like did 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 Adrian do anything in in training camp to kind of um, block that or check them or do whatever because it looked like he had no defense for it, man. And, and it was brutal, man. Like watching that case that I was like, Holy fuck. Like it, it was nasty. Uh, Yanez was like, uh, he, he, he screamed a couple times going down. Like it was nasty. I would have, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have cared if the referee stopped in that first round when he went down. Like um, yeah, it was, it was, it was nasty, man. And, and John, John Martinez is, it's fucking good man he's he's super underrated and i, I see a lot of people saying Yanya's is just 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 uh he's he's overrated just he's he's only popular because he's on twitter no he's not like he he's a fun fighter he might be a little one-dimensional at some points like we haven't seen his grappling at all right he's he's a very fun exciting yeah. fighter yeah but this but but this loss was pretty bad yeah any thoughts I mean, personal
1: yeah yeah Listen, man, I'll, I I call Jonathan Martinez the Assassin's Creed fighter, and I'll tell you why. This is a stupid to the story. When he made his debut in the UFC, his fight announcement was the week that I played first time Assassin's Creed. And this fight when, uh, is the first time I played the new Assassin's Creed game. So for me, Assassin's Creed fighter. doesn't make sense, but that's how I see it. Um, yeah. I mean, Americans overall have a really big problem with blocking leg kicks. For some reason you know and martinez and gutierrez are really good at it and um yeah martinez really good good fighter i think um i mean i th- i think he he had some luck in this i got enough I got in the site norma gamedo fight i yeah, i don't think yeah. he actually won that one but hey i mean sometimes you win sometimes you lose he, he didn't he, he lost to you which he should have won in my opinion so um but yeah Martinez is really good man. I think he's super underrated. I think many people were on y- Yanez for this fight. Um I think Adam and myself we picked Martinez last week. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think you as you did as well Alex or not.
0: No you picked yeah the right. Yeah. Yeah
2: um I think my official pick was was, was Yanez, but like but like friday saturday in my mind i had switched to
1: martinez yeah yeah i mean yeah but i mean people who talk shit about yeah yeah yes i mean come on man i mean he yeah. lost to rob font which can happen i i, I said it back then but maybe too early uh, to, maybe too quick in the top 10 there, you know. Now Martinez. Martinez is ready, you know, for, for a bigger step in the competition. So I'd like to see it. And Yanez, yes, I think he still beats a lot of guys there. So yeah, um, yeah look forward to next for both guys.
0: Maybe he could fight Gutierrez. Like, that would be a good fight, wouldn't he? With his teammate? That'd be a good fight. Although yeah. he probably gets his legs chopped yeah. again.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he probably get chopped again. Now, I, I want to ask you guys, we're we going to talk about Chris Gutierrez in a little bit, but between Gutierrez and Martinez, who has the higher ceiling?
0: Oh, Martinez. He's younger, isn't he? Like, he's way younger, right? I think Pretty so too. Sure. Gutierrez is 32, I want to say. He's like, he's a year younger than I think. No, he's 91. Yeah. So he's 32. And, and Mart- I know it's not just age and everything, but yeah, Martinez is only 29. But, he's 29, I mean- guys. He's fucking we can break. Ten, per- ten and three in the UFC.
1: We can perfectly <laughs> solve, solve this, man. Make Jonathan Martinez against Pedro Munoz, and we can see how he does. Uh, that's a, Chris that's a good fight. Does.
0: Yeah, because yeah, Munoz is like the ultimate gatekeeper, right? In one thirty-five, mm. to really see if you're good or not. Um, all right, go to the next fighter. Michel Pereira knocks out Andrei Petrovsky. minute and six seconds. Middleweight debut in the UFC. Mm-hmm. He has won six straight fights. He's seven and two in the UFC. And the Diego Sanchez fight, I mean, he was going to win that fight before he landed that like, legal knee. You could say he's 8-1. One. The one lost to Carly where he gassed out after doing those backflips on his entrance, and he just got, like, so tired. Like, what was he fucking thinking? But, man, six straight wins since then, guys. Like, I wasn't sure about this one. Alex, I got it wrong. got this pick wrong because I thought Petrowski would wrestle, and he just didn't get the chance to. He got knocked down a minute. So, any thoughts, boys? We'll start with you, Marcel.
1: I mean, Petroski said, I think, today on his Instagram that uh, he was in Thailand and he was—he uh, had to cut a lot of weight. He said no excuses, but, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it was like that. You know, I, I also uh, expected him to 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 take him down, you know. But it's so weird with Michel Pereira. You don't feel like he has that win streak because he has pulled out of, yeah. of his fight with Thompson, you know, before. So you really have the feeling like... That he's not on a win streak, but he is. So, I mean, yeah. What can you say? Such a quick performance, very well done by him. Uh, Look great at at, at middleweight. You know, he he actually looked bigger than Petrovsky. So, um, yeah. yeah. What's what's next for him? I should definitely give him somebody in the top fifteen, man. I, I would. He's say. cutting
0: what forty six pounds to make welterweight. That's yeah, it's crazy. It's not. He must have been the biggest like welterweight in the UFC, right? I can't imagine anyone's cutting more than
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, I can talk, but talk I, have to, I have to. I have to cut my dick off. I was talking with uh, <laughs> you know. talk
2: about
0: your boy because I know this is one of your guys, Alex Michelle Pereira.
2: Bro, I gotta tell you, dude. I see Michelle in in extreme tour quite a bit. Yeah, the dude is fucking humongous. Like I, know. I it, it is it is like someone needs to do a science experience, like science, like a, a a scientific theory on how he and Alex Pereira made middleweight and multiweight (laughs) because i have no fucking idea dude that dude is humongous and and how did how did a featherweight tristan connelly beat a fucking light heavyweight and then michelle pierre you know like it's it's crazy um yeah man uh he's uh i also picked petroski i i thought his grappling would be able to get michelle down but fuck, we were all wrong with that one and um i mean for his next fight at middleweight maybe give him um Maybe Nasruddin Emov because Emo, he pulled out. Maybe give him Jack Romanson. Chris Curry. Chris Curtis has uh, got booked. Oh, maybe like Fluffy. Off. I like Emov actually. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All those fights make sense. Um, I mean, I picked Chris Rodriguez, guys, but this guy's a weight bully, man. You know, three three weight misses in our UFC um, contender series combined. Two straight weight misses, two straight wins, beating these prospects. Raul Roaches and now Cameron Simon getting these other prospects who are pretty good losses while he's being unprofessional missing weight. Like I, I like the guy Marce- uh, or, or Alex, I'll start with you. I like him, but like, man, I just think he needs to move up and wait. Like he's gotten too many chances at this point. What do you think?
2: It's a, it's a fucking shame, right? Because that yep. dude is, he's, he's a very, very, very good prospect, man. Um, he is, man. It, it, it sucks. Um, I, I did see Anthony Pettis, who's, who's who's basically repping him right now, talk to Sean Shelby after the fight, and they, they kind of, like, were talking. Um, it, it's tough, man. Like, you, when you missed weight three times, including the contender series, I mean, most fighters would have to go up, but I just feel like this kid's ceiling is so high at weight that, like, mm-hmm. I just don't think he'd have the same success at the featherweight, right? So I think he really has to, like, get down to Vegas. I mean, Pettis lives in Vegas. Go stay with Pettis for, like, a month. Get his weight figured out at the PI. And, like, really get it figured out because you are right. Like, he is being a weight bully right now, and he's knocked off two big prospects because of it, right? So um, yeah. it sucks, but, man, I, I want to see him at bantamweight weight because I think this kid is really, really good. Marcel?
1: I'm fully with that. You know, I really like Christian Rodriguez. I mean, I mean, I think the only time he didn't miss weight was against Weems. And it was at, uh, yeah, that was at 135. And he fought the Piers at 145 then in his debut. It's like, um, I think he's a very good fighter, you know, but it's like, it's like the UFC cut, cut on their own hands, you know, with Matching him up against Simon and against Rosas, both marketable guys, I feel like, you know, and uh, they have a loss on his record at 135 both against Rodriguez. Rodriguez, I really like him. Like I said, I think he's a good prospect. But uh, yeah, if he wants to continue at 135, he uh, he has to make 135, you know. So because 140 is a pretty big miss. It's uh, almost like in between it's a, a super bantam weight or a, lo- or a light featherweight or <laughs> whatever you call it. But um yeah, was a good performance from both guys, by the way. I really like what I saw. I think Simon, super young, and wow. has a lot of upcoming up uh, uh, upside as well in this. Um, yeah. yeah, very fun fight. I mean, I wouldn't have if if that if that heavyweight or if that main event wasn't the fight of the night, I would have given it to this probably.
0: Yeah, it was a good fight. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Are you gonna say
2: something else? Sorry. No. No, I just you know, I I think this guy's really good, man. I, I think he's a. Uh, I think he'll be in the top 15 very quickly if he, continue, if, if he can make weight and continue yeah. to win because he's very good.
0: I agree. I mean, like, listen, like, for instance, Chris Gutierrez, you keep talking about this guy. We'll talk, about, we'll actually talk about this by the minute here, but like, he's 15th. Stylistic guy would pick Chris Rodriguez to beat him, you know, like, I think you guys would too, right? So it just shows you, like, I think he is top 15 level, but again, he can't make weight. I, I don't think he should get another chance. I think he's had enough chances, but. I agree with this guy. It's not fair. I don't think so. But I, at the same time, they're looking for the next champion. This guy is really good. And if he can, like you said, get to Vegas and go to that PI, um, you know, maybe he can you know, can actually make the wait. You can see dropped the bobbing. sea Rod derailed too much. Well, that's Marcus, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I mean, Rojas, I think, he can bounce back. But Simon now, he has, he's going to have to get a couple more wins in a row to, to do so. I also think his camp fucked up when they only asked for 25%. Like, I think you should get Ten percent for each pound over, and then at a certain point you just the fight has to be canceled. But I feel like Alex, I would have been like, okay, 140, give us 40% then. Like that's what I would have demanded,
2: 40%. I mean, I'm I'm very extreme with these things. Like I say fifty percent or the entire purse, just like I think if if you get kicked in the nuts or an eye poke, that, yeah. that's an automatic point. Yeah. Like, that's that's how I see these things. Like just go extreme and, and, and these guys are gonna stop doing it, right?
0: Yeah, and this guy, I, I, this is exactly why I usually wait to weigh in. So like, I get it, you know, you might miss the line, but you do kind of see this kind of thing when it happens because it was clear that he wasn't going to, like, kill himself to make 136, 137. He wasn't going to do that. So he's like, okay, I'll just come in at 140 and not kill myself here. You guys are funny. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Marcel, we both picked him in. Woof, yeah. woof. Darren Elkins. Like, and I think you picked him too, Alex. You had him too. You fucker, you had him in that pool too. You had him in... Uh... <laughs> What's his name? Sean Bitter's pool. You have two picks now. Dude, I'm still in the top. I think there's like nine people left. I'm still there too. I'm calling for you, bro. But like, I wouldn't. <laughs> I took the same pick and took Gutierrez, right? Of course, you go with, uh, with the uh, the upset here. And um, man, Darren Alkins is a fucking dog. I think they should have given an extra bonus to this guy. I'm kind of disappointed he didn't get a bonus. Personally, I think I would have given him one more than Pereira, just because like Pedrosa was short notice and everything. Like, this was like a really good fight for him. Dude, Darren Elkins looked really good in this fight, guys. Like his grappling was phenomenal. Um, the reversals, the sweeps, five takedowns, gets the finish. And TJ Brown's not UC caliber. I've been saying that for a while. Um, but like I I was really impressed though here, man, by, by Darren Alkins, but regardless. Like, and we both called him the podcast ourselves by finish, got the job done. It's funny because when he when he first came to USC, like most people thought he was like one of the most boring fighters in the roster because he was just decision decision like for like almost every fight. And then the last like bunch of years now, he's like in some fucking wars and some good fights. And his last out of his last five wins, four of them are stoppage wins. He's he's a finisher now. So yeah, man, Elkins is like really underrated fighter. He has been for so many years. He's been always been a really good underdog bet. And um, wow, I was really just impressed by his by his performance here, guys. Like at age 30, he's 39, right? So great performance, man. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I, I did want to say uh, I bet Barboza by decision. Cash oh, that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, what what Apple You yeah, Caesar, use Caesars, right? That's the one you use. Caesar, Caesar's, yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> So, dude, I was flabbergasted that that Elkins was an underdog against uh, TJ <laughs> yeah. Brown. I, I honestly, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? Are, like, what are these oddsmakers seeing in this? Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, dude, Elkins wrestling was. It was fun to watch right like his takedowns were good his scrambles were good i mean he just smothered tj brown um he did get cracked a couple times but like unless you got extreme power you're not gonna put elkins down with 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 one or two punches and uh he just went in there broke tj brown i i agree with you man like um i don't think tj brown's ufc caliber but also like he, 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 he's a recovering addict just like me. So I have to give him some love. And I, and I really do uh, appreciate him being honest about that. But um, yeah, man, I, I think that 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 win, that win for Elkins was fucking good and <laughs> crazy. He was crazy. He was an underdog.
1: Works out. Yeah, man. I mean, um, but you said he should have got a performance of the night. Let's not forget he got a big present the day before. He got the jacket from Usada. So um <laughs> Yo, they're gonna put those on Ebay and make a pretty penny voice. They should. They should. I mean, who I mean listen, man, I understand it's a nice gesture and I'm happy that, that they that they give something, but Seriously, who's gonna walk with a jacket with the damage and you that on it? Who's gonna publicly walk with that? You know, you hang that somewhere in the closet and you're happy you did it. I'm not gonna
0: lie, I think the jacket's pretty sweet. I've always thought it was pretty cool. It's a nice yeah, jacket,
1: but, man. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't wear it, you know. It's like I, wouldn't, I, I outside.
0: I'd, I'd hang it in my closet or like frame it or something. I maybe maybe,
1: it, maybe if you do some role play with your girlfriend or something, you know, it's maybe funny, but I mean it's it's, it's not something you wear outside. You see, Alex is is, is, is saying, Yeah, yeah, it's true. So Alex, you like the but, Leder-
0: you like the Letterman jacket? Or no you don't
2: like it you like it i mean yeah i i do it's um it's kind of like a high school airman jacket like you wear it <laughs> yeah. to like to like high school like high school basketball games and high school sh- like part like high school parties but you're not gonna wear it like out to them like out to fucking <laughs> festival you
1: know what i'm saying Alex just loves ladder, let's be honest. He loves ladder.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like that's nah, it's, it's yeah. a cool jacket, you know. It's it's no problem with it. But uh, uh sorry guys, I'm completely going off topic, my bad. Uh back about the fight. Alcus did great, you know. He did great. Yeah. Um, and he's like, how old is he? 40, 41? He's 39, he, 30, 40, next it's he's 39. 39, Sorry. He's 39. Right. Yeah, he's doing great, you know, and I'm yeah. happy for him. And like I said last week, man, on the podcast, it's like the dude pretty much has to finish now, you know, because he's yeah. cut open in every single fight, yeah. and the judges yeah. are like, "Yeah, dude, you're damaged. We give it to the opponent." But dude, that damage is open after thirty seconds, so it looks like he's damaged the whole fight. But it's maybe just a, par- a couple of cuts, you know.
0: I mean, the guy's got so much experience, and like he's only really lost to good fighters. If you look through his resume, yeah. like he's never really lost to a bad fighter. He's just a good. I just, I really like Daniel because there's like again. <laughs> He's he's talking about the uh, post fight. I know you were listening out, like he's talking about all these records he has for like most takedowns, top control, and shit. Like he's not a UFC Hall of Famer by any means, but like again, if there's like a you know UFC Hall of like very good, he could be in it. I think you know he's he's a good fighter. Again, not Hall of Famer. I'm not saying that at all. Just saying like he's not just an he was not just a guy who had an average career. He's had an above average career in the UFC. He's
2: a UFC legend. Like that's that's what he is. You know, what I'm saying like he's not Hall of Famer, but he's he's a UFC legend, right? Crazy and to say, but he might I, be, I in, think, you know? Yeah, I I, I think he is. Like, he has top... I think he has the best or a top three best comeback of all time, yeah. like... Yep. Or you know? oh, the one against... pitch. Um, like, he took out that
1: top Beckett, yeah, that the back one, yeah. Everyone thought Backpitch would be
2: a champion,
0: and he fucking head-kicked him to, to hell.
1: Adam, can I yeah, ask both of you guys something? Uh, well, so, I hear many people saying, like, Barbosa should be in the Hall of Fame. And actually I forgot to ask that. And I feel like, yeah. listen, man, it's 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 almost now like, uh, it's almost like Logan Paul's girlfriend. Like, everybody gets in, you know, the UFC <laughs> Hall of Fame. So it's like, should he go in the Hall of Fame or not? You know?
0: Well, here's the thing. So he's 18 and 11 in the UFC, which is a really good record. He has got really good wins. He has some of the best highlights of all time. He has so many bonuses. He's kind of like that territory where he's kind of like on the bubble. Like, I, I don't think I would. But I think that there's gotta be like a fight he was in, like maybe the Burgos fight or the Terry Adam fight, where they could put him in for that fight. But I've also said Marcel, they should have like a knocker of the like a knockout wing in the Hall of Fame. Maybe they'll yeah. add it one day, but like in the one submission one. wing too. But like this this knock the knock over Adam is arguably the greatest knockout of all time. It, it should be in the Hall of Fame somehow. Yeah. Maybe that's how they get him in. I think maybe Marcel, it's possible. But again, because he does have a lot of good wins, guys. You know, Darius, Pettis, Booker. Um, Burgos, you, uh, Yusuf now, Bobby Green. Um, man, there's a lot of good wins over the years for a long time. Paul Felder, you know, t- um yeah. I don't know, man. The guy's awesome. Hey, what are you gonna say? Alex, you had something to say?
2: I mean, I think if you put Faber and Cowboy Thronian, Bart Barbosa we right behind him. Like obviously he's never gonna be a champion, but he has the best knockout of all time in the in the UFC. His his resume, he there's no you can argue maybe a couple other ones, but I think he's had the the, the most the toughest schedule of, of any UFC fighter. Dude, like the people he's fought in fucking two weight classes is just undeniable, man. And it's just it's crazy. And, and I see Antoine, uh, what the Hall of Fame cr- criteria is for, for for myself. Like I see a lot. Like I, I think Marcel's very. It is this, like I don't know how to say it, like old standard. We're like like you believe. Champions should be in there, and maybe like and like pioneers, right? Like I'm very, I'm 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 a little bit more lenient because it's a UFC Hall of Fame, right? It's not an MMA Hall of Fame, right? So I think like I think in, UFC stars can can get in the UFC Hall of Fame, right? Like it's their own Hall of Fame. They they can they can do whatever they want. Like obviously they can't put like run of the mill fighters, but like Edson Barbosa, fuck yeah, he should. Jim Miller. Put him in, like, I, I, have, I have no problem with it. Like,
0: I don't no, think it devalues the, the Hall of Fame. No, two Dodge should be in too,
2: I think. Yeah, can I ask you another
1: question uh, about the Hall of Fame? Actually, by the way, dudes, I'm so jealous of your beard, but that's that besides that. Um, you, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm thinking like I have this discussion with Adam all the time as well. You know, when you are in the Hall of Fame for a fight, for example, do who against Cups once, do you consider them Hall of Famers?
0: No, we talked about like Frank, that means Frank triggers the whole thing too. Like I just don't really. Yeah, you know.
1: I, I feel the same as Adam. I want to know your opinion.
2: <sighs> Man, it's tough. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough to say do a choice a Hall of Famer, right? Um, yeah. No, I, I don't think. I, I think. I, I think it's easy. I think it should just say his fight isn't in the Eagle Hall of Fame, but his. But uh, he isn't in the Hall of Fame, but technically technically he is right but yeah no I, I i wouldn't put that clarification in there yeah
0: yeah no i am on the ufc website right now looking at the fact and yeah like you said like the guys that are in the wing are considered hall of famers they're talking about like criteria there's not really it just says like your your achievements and accomplishments it does say actually here that um if the ufc hall of fame but overall career achievements and contrib- contributions to the sportman may are noted and celebrated so it I think it kind of does include the other stuff, but mostly, you know, like they're not gonna put a Bellator fighter in here, a guy like, I don't know, who's a, a pit bull. they wouldn't put him in, even though you know he would be in an MA Hall thing, obviously. But they put like Sakuraba in, and like most of his best moments were probably in Pride, right? So Boss like Rutan. Boss Rutin. Boss Rutin too, like a lot of the stuff in Pancreas, right? So um all right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. I mean this I this fight was I, I thought this fight was really boring too. Tenera Lisboa against Rabin Oliveira. Like give me my fifty minutes, 18 minutes of my life back, whatever it is with the Breaks seventeen minutes. Fight sucked, man. I, I don't know. Did you guys? Did you guys? Did you care it all out? <laughs> you were there. <laughs> I, uh, I I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Uh, <laughs> I fucking like on watching. I love it.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. I think uh, I think I chose yeah. to go back. I think uh, I, I think I chose to go back and talk with uh, who was back there. Oh, Terrence McKinney was back there, so I chose to talk with him oh, instead of okay, watching cool. this fight.
1: Yeah, it was right
0: that was wrong before that. Do you have anything to say, Marcel? Did you,
1: uh... I, I really like Lisboa, by the way. You know, I really like her, not just like how her fights are fun normally, you know, but uh, also she, she's really like humble and nice. I, I watch her interviews, you know, because thank God I, sometimes you can like put English subtitles on yeah, because yeah. my Portuguese sucks. But um, yeah, it's like, I like her normally, and she's more of a Muay Thai actually kind of girl. And she won; she has won twice, pretty much, by using her wrestling and her jiu jitsu. So, I mean, looking for what's next for her, but uh, yeah, it wasn't the most uh, entertaining fight there, you know. So, uh, yeah,
0: I'm sort of move on to Tereska McKinney got the guy that Alex suspension. Uh, here's the thing: like again, this guy, Brendan Murad is just not UFC level. I don't think like, he gets dropped with the first punch and basically wakes up after he gets hit on the canvas and. Finished in twenty seconds here. Like, uh, listen, I love Terence, but like, people were saying give him a bonus. Like, listen, he he should have one hundred percent got a bonus. when He knocked out Matt Frevela, and it's crazy that he has five knock- or, knockouts or submissions in the UFC and no bonuses. That's crazy. But like, you shouldn't get a bonus for beating Brendan. Look beating. I know this guy is not good. But the Matt Frevela win in seven seconds, guys. In his debut, he how did he not get fifty k for that? That was insane. That was one of the quickest knockouts of all time against the top you I mean, I, I like Terrence. Who should he fight next? Chris Duncan? Is that – they're going to do that? Is that the – Marcel, you heard anything? Think so, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think so, bro. Yeah. For MSG? I think they'll do it? It's just – MSG's pretty book cards yeah. yeah, it's pretty full. And speaking of that card, bro. What's up? For, for a 30th anniversary card – Yeah, uh, it's amazing, amazing on the main
0: card. Yeah. It's really it's underwhelming. Out, bro,
2: it is. It is a mid-card at best. It's based yeah, you on saw the two title fights. That's you basically. saw
1: the main card,
0: yeah. Like I was, just, like I was yeah. saying, like it's got that, that fight on it that I just mentioned. Um, Lopez and Sabatini. Like, listen, yeah. I like those guys, but oh, me too.
1: But, but it's like, like
0: that's like, not a main but, card fight for like the but, 30th anniversary pay per view.
1: You guys also see that the UFC pretty much doesn't do the advertising for the 30th anniversary card, they just do like Jones Biosis, but they don't say it's like the 30th anniversary card, you know. It's like I expected more, but they're pretty much like, ah, oh, this card sells with these two fights on top, you know, so they don't give a shit. But, um, dude, you know, for, how much,
2: how, for, for how much they're fucking charging for that card, yeah, I, mean, I know how, Nuts. how, like, how dare you do it? Like, that card you know what's is crazy, though, guys. It, it's,
0: in, it's in 25 days from now. I mean, we're going to see John Jones and Stipe fight in 25 days and Prohaska returning against Pereira. So, Honestly, it'll be worth it. And then Matt Favola and Ben Watson, those three fights are fucking... Actually, Adam, there's some good fights, guys. Like, Matt Schnell and Steve Ursa, like, Astro Boy... There are fun fights on team, it, man. for sure.
1: Richie yeah. Godina is also a fun fight. Josh
0: Fan but... versus Kevin Boreas. That's a really good fight between two good prospects. I really like that Josh Adam, Fan guy, man. Adam. It's, a, it's you not have... as bad as you guys are saying, honestly. It's just not... Okay, it's, it's not 30th anniversary word, right? yeah it's
1: underwhelming dude and yeah. the ufc has lost the plot the the last couple of years man i mean this and this is no disrespect to anybody but you gotta see it, fighting is a poor man's sport you know what i mean and i mean with that it's the working yeah. class you know and and these people do fighting it's not like the upper class or whatever we do fighting it's the working class and these people already normally don't have Extremely much of uh, a lot of money, you know, and then you're gonna charge those kind of prices. It's like some, Somewhere they, they lost the plot. You know what I mean? So it's like I remember when last time I went to to I think to Hamburg uh, the, the event with Barnett against Arlovsky a couple of years ago, you know I paid for like what did I pay? 110 euros. That's like 120 dollars, you know, and I was sitting almost front row You know what I mean? So it's like somewhere they are like uh, now we only want to have like the Metro McConaughey's, the Halle Berry's, the 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 Adam Sandler's in, in the state. They they think everybody is like that, you know what I mean? But there are a lot of people who work twenty four hour or, or seven days a week, you know, and they have to pay that, and it's already a lot. So you gotta get, you gotta go a little bit less crazy. And I think they they earn a lot with pay per view money
2: as well as also.
1: So you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I no, mean I plus
2: like. <clears throat> For, for for hardcore fans like ourselves, and for people who watch the show, yeah, there's fun fights all up and down that card. But if for a casual fan, how are you going to sell this card? How, how are you going to tell them to spend seventy dollars on or eight dollars on this card? You go, oh, well, they're like, who's on the card? Oh, John Jones. All right, who else? Yuri Yuri Posca. All right, who else? Uh, um, oh, this really good jiu jitsu guy Diego Lopez. Who? Oh, uh, uh there's really good French fighter Benoit Saint Denis. Who you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like that. That's I'm like that's that's one that's, more, that's what, much more what I'm saying. I think it's I, missing I, one big
0: fight. I think it's like it could use one more big fight. Maybe like Kevin Holland could step on sure Miller's zone zone. <laughs> can they get called uh, Kevin Holland? <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I mean why not? I would say I, I think they I would do it, man. But I
0: think it needs also,
1: more fight. Also, these Apex cards, dude. I mean, if you see what they're charging for those, can you tell <laughs> me, uh, Alex, Alex, maybe you can tell me why do they charge so much for this apex fights five fight nights, you know? Because people will pay for it. That's yeah, the that's that's a, main, that's a main that's the main problem here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, that's there, the there's only reason
2: why but, card. Oh, card. but the thing about the Apex is the left side is all is the people who pay for it. So there there's probably about fifty to sixty people on that side. The left the right side is all fighters, fighters families, just like that. So they're only selling one half of the of the state. Uh-huh. So I mean, but with how much they're charging, they're they're obviously making a profit. But from yeah. what I've heard, there's only gonna be there's gonna be like less than 10 Apex. It was
0: it like seven you said, right? I think yeah, you Something like that. Or not if it's U it.
1: They're yeah, gonna right next year. Yeah, you see, for example, in London, man, last time when they had the pay-per-view, it was sold out, you know, and then they came back for the finite and they charged the same prices and it wasn't sold out. I mean and listen, man. Maybe in the U.S. you can do that. You can pull that shit off, but over here and in, 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 in Europe, they say "fuck you, dude." If you charge us the same for fight night,
2: I mean, bro. I mean, looking looking forward to next year. Like, if when they're moving out of the apex, like they're gonna have a hard time selling tickets because they're gonna have to put on fifty events, and the the roster is completely bloated, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, getting back to the fight, like Brandon Morat, like. Like, he's not UFC caliber. Like, the barrier sure. to entry the UFC is so low. It's so, yeah. so, so low. And it just sucks that, like, with how stacked the lightweight division is, there was no one that was going to step up and fight Terrence McKinney. Like, I understand. He's yeah. a tough fight, but, like, no one's going to step up and fight this guy. Like, they have to go out and fight someone who's not UFC caliber and look at who he's beat on the regional scene. Like, bro, yeah. what?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Let's get let's get let's keep going with the card here. But I just wanted to get this comment, Glenn says UFC doesn't focus on great cards, to focus on what will sell. As soon as it's sold, no good fights get that unless they get UAE money. Let's go to the next part or the uh back to the card just quickly. Like there's not a lot to, left to talk about, but um it was uh I, I just wanted to talk actually really quickly about this girl Melissa Dixon. Did you write the post fight interview, dude? I kind of like this chick. Like she kind of won me over a little bit with that post fight interview. She's kind of funny, right? And like it was a good scrap. Honestly, this was like. like Maria Oxy was not very good. I'll tell you right. She was like winning million punches, <laughs> leans her chin up in the air. She did like that crazy knockdown, which is like wild. But I think this Melissa Dixon girl is actually not too bad, man. She's tough as fucking hell. She's a good she's a dog. She's going to fight for your money. She's got good like control time. She doesn't have much power, but like I, I was impressed. What'd you think, man?
2: Yeah, no, I, I was just surprised how she was so heavy on top that like. Mm-hmm. You know, Alex Siva comes from a judo background. You couldn't get up like that. That's what's crazy. Um, But yeah, I, I was impressed with Melissa Dixon. Her post fight, she said that she's Joanne Colderwood point two because of her voice. She has a very squeaky voice. I saw that, Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think she's a fun addition to the bantamweight division. And Alex Eva, bro. I don't know. Like, you, you guys know, I hardly bash UFC fighters, but there's just something about her. That That's annoys annoying, the eh? fuck out of me, and I, yeah. I don't know what it is. Dude. It was like screaming like when she
0: walked out to the octagon and, and <laughs> on the skill and has he's like really bad tattoos. Yeah. For her haircut's very bad too. Like, yeah, it's
2: just something about. <laughs> so I yeah, I thought,
0: I, I thought, I thought it was a good fight it. though. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a good fight though. Honestly, like it, it was, it was a, it was an actual fight. Like they were they were fighting for their money. Like the girl didn't give up. She could have easily got TKO'd like in the second round, probably. Yeah. You know. So I'll give her credit to that. But yeah, <laughs> I thought you were annoying too. And I, I like the Dixon girl. Um, just the last couple of fights here, guys. Uh, Gutierrez just chopping down Aloteng Ali and then Dakoti kind of lighting up Yoder with punches. Any qu- quick thoughts on those two fights? Sorry, it you Marcel the last two fights in the card. Get over here.
1: Um, I, By the way, glad you didn't ask me about the Alexey for Dixon fight. I thought it was horrible. Oh, I'm sorry, fight. Marcel. My apologies. I, I thought it was horrible I, fight, so I'm happy you didn't ask me. You didn't uh, like
0: it. I thought it was decent. No, like, no, mean, no. It oh, was okay. it was
1: a waste of time and both are not UFC caliber so okay. um yeah Chris Gutierrez <laughs> Chris Gutierrez fought good I think you know um he did well against Alateng Haley you know you already saw after 30 seconds one minute what he was going to do uh couldn't put him away but I think it was a good performance and uh I mean well done and Yoder J- against um gotnam no, on our decody yeah, man, Yoder couldn't get anything to going. I think Ducote was a little bit quicker on the feet to her, and uh, she sliced her open bad man, and both uh, both eyebrows. her above man. She had two extra eyebrows after the fight. Um, yeah, man. I think Yoder. Listen, man. I like Ashley Yoder a lot. I think she's also she's also a very humble girl. You know, if I if I see her talk all the time. Man, she has a negative record now in MMA, so i would be surprised if we see her back. But I don't know. We'll see.
0: She's eight and nine in MMA and yeah. three and eight in UFC. There's no way they can give her another fight. Three and no eight UFC. in the UFC? Yes, it's three and eight in the UFC. Yeah, they can't. They can't. There's just no way. There's
2: I mean, no way. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. She, she got her ass beat, but at least she went out like she she went out. She went out with a with a boom. All those know, cuts like, were it, brutal. Then, then oh my really...
0: god, guys! Yeah. It looked like you know Marvin Eastman that famous cut. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. that yeah. look. She, had, she, had, a, in this she had the
2: she had like the <laughs> meat face, bro. It was. I'll just say it was
0: shaped like a V, and that's what kind of what it looked like. as well. So I'll just say that it was brutal, man. Poor girl. Yeah. Like that's that's a battle scar to leave the UFC on. A eh? like this sport is fucking. <laughs> it's 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 brutal. And the thing about her is she never moved her head. But uh, anyways, that's it for UFC Vegas uh, 81. card, I want to get this question from Glenn. Thought that you saw that. I mean, we had a chance to talk about it. So yeah, the whole week was fucking weird. With you know, you saw it coming out and releasing that gaming, and then UFC saying the relationship's over, and then they threw Connor under the bus, and now they're going to go with this like drug-free sport ink or something later on. And I, I don't know, the whole thing's a mess. Alex, you were on the on the ground in Vegas for this. By the way, was that I know gaming had that that thing? Was that that PBR thing? Is that where he talked about it? And then you saw, was it Strickland? <laughs> saw it Strickland. <laughs> You've seen the video, uh, Marcel. Marcella's so funny. Yeah, of course. He, yeah. he likes you, Alex. He really likes you, I think. You know, he's a joker, right? Yeah. he's a he's a he's a funny he, yeah. guy.
2: Yeah, he he like Sean, he's eh? my buddy. He, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He,
0: yeah. he's 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 my buddy. <laughs> I like Sean. Um, give me, me your too. thoughts on what Dana and, and Jeff Lewitzki and what's his name, Hunter Campbell that yeah. actually you know, by the way, just really quick, it was kind of sketchy how all the streams were down before they started talking. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Like but anyways, Alex, go ahead, man
2: yeah i mean and and it was a very limited invite to that uh to to that presser they only they only invited new york times espn yahoo and then the mac life just because of the connor situation but um um yeah man uh it's it's tough i mean it was it it was a very fun meme for a couple days like where everyone said that you thought it was gone, so everyone was going to use steroids again. Obviously, we all know, like, they're going to do drug testing in, in some form, but it was fun to kind of just, you know, joke about it. Um, you know, the press conference was was kind of, it was interesting to kind of hear what they were saying. It was the most we've ever heard from Hunter Campbell, which was cool. Um, but I just, I just feel like it was kind of, I I don't know. I I don't know. Like, I don't know how to really put my thoughts. Like, I can't, can't really speak what I'm thinking about it. Um, I just kind of thought it was just like a, basically just like a PR thing to get out in front of it all. Um, And then using, using um, George Piro as the guy who interrogated Saddam Hussein as the guy who's going to be in charge of it all. Like, What's this guy gonna do? Gonna fucking interrogate the fighters? What did you use? What did you fucking use? Wa- waterboarding fucking like, them. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> waterboarding these guys. Um, but I mean, I do like that they finally came out and said like how you like how you thought it was making the the fighters' lives very inconvenient, yeah. waking them up yeah. at six a.m., having yeah. them. Um, tell them wherever they went. Which is just it's just fucking inconvenient, bro. Like what? Like I can't I, I can't drive I can't drive three hours to another to go cross train without telling you where I'm going. Like the fuck out of yeah. here with that. Like it's just stupid. So I like that like that part that that part of you you thought of going away. And um, I just I don't think a lot's going to change other than just like the in- inconvenience of the fires. I think all the fires are going to be drug tested. It's still going to be a somewhat clean like it's going to be a clean sport as much as it was because. They have all of the testing. Like, that's what, that's the benefit that you sort of had with the UFC is they basically gave them a layout on, on how to become a successful drug testing place. Right. So, yeah, that's my thought. Sorry. Sorry if I rambled.
0: No, you didn't ramble long. You, you have any quick thoughts for yourself? Any, anything
1: you want to I mean, I think I'll accept most things, you know, and at uh, the, uh, Look pretty comical, you know, those two next to each other. And uh, then Hunter saying, like, yeah, they damaged Connor. Listen, man, if they did, de- they, they probably shouldn't, I think they shouldn't have said what they said probably in the press release, you know, what they did, you know, and that's true. But damaged Connor, Connor did a little bit to himself. But he's right. If you go go specifically by the letter, yeah, Hunter is right, of course. And uh, he wouldn't say it if it wasn't like that because he's like, he's like, he's like, he's a lawyer, right? Uh, Hunter, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he wouldn't say something without <laughs> right. So yeah, and um yeah, I feel I feel like it's it it was it was a really also really weird. It came out of nothing, you know. That you saw the statement, you know. I was like, huh, you know. Everybody was like, and then the UFC had to reply on it, and uh, Jeff Nowitzki then as well. Um Yeah, we'll see what's next. You know, I'm. I'm uh, looking forward to what's next, and I'm happy for the fighters if they don't get wake up at uh, 6 a.m. anymore, even when they are like, in fight week. What happened before
2: with Paulo Costa, for example? So uh, yeah, Fair right, or or just... fucking Volkanovski, uh, where they where they woke up Volkanovski like six hours before, or like eight hours before his mm. second fight with Max. Like that's that's what Volkanovski said. Like that's why it was how his proudest performance was. Like dude, like what you're gonna the one of the biggest fights of this dude's career. Biggest fight of the year at that point, at that point, and you're going to wake him up six hours before his fight. Like, this, yeah, no, I agree.
0: Let's just quickly, uh, just touch on the contender really quick before we get out of here because, uh, go do the UFC 294 preview. But, um, just go through the, like you were there, Ox, I think, for this one too. And, um, Ramon Tavares gets a great win. Uh, Andre Lima gets a win. Carter Matthews, Torres Finney, Markel Maderos, Lucas Hosha, Dana White gives out, uh, what, four contracts, five contracts. So all the winners except for Torres Finney get get the call. Um, yeah, I mean, like I would have given all the winners contracts to but I would have given, I probably would have given one to Finney too.
1: I love um, Alex Forward. He said it today in the press. I love him.
0: I know. I saw that. That was a good press conference, Alex. Again, you you're like the one guy who has the balls to like push back on Dana these days. Yeah. And, like, he, I don't know. He, he kind of actually gives you answers. Like, I just don't get it. Like the guy, I, I'm not saying he looked amazing, but like, he still finished the fight. Like, what else are you looking for, really?
2: I just feel like, I mean, I get what Dana's saying, and, and Dana might be right. Like, Torres Finney is very one-dimensional, right? And, and if you can stuff yep. his takedowns, you're probably going to yep. beat this guy. But yep. if you put Torres Finney against Jose Medina, who wins that fight?
0: Uh, Torres Finney. <laughs> Torres
2: that's, Finney. That's the way he he'd be right. fighting
0: that, right? He'd be moving down a weight. <laughs> yeah, 1,000%.
2: Yeah. So, like, I, yep. and that was, like, that's the one thing I wanted to really get across. Like, dude, like what did you see in Jose Medina that you did not see in Torres Finney? Right. It's just like, dude, like I understand the Jose Medina thing. Like he acted like Nate Diaz and he's from Bolivia, a, a country that you don't have any UFC stars, but like dog, you got fucking dominated for three rounds and you still got the contract. Like the show, unfortunately is really lost. It's, yeah. Luster. like it, yeah, it just really sucks. It's just like a, yep. it's just a puppy farm at this point where they're just picking yep. up cheap fighters to fill these cards. It just, it really, really sucks. Um, yeah, it really it's, sucks. I don't, it's just, it's just, it's really bummed because those ten weeks are like some of my favorite content too- of the entire year, and it's just yep. like, dude, like the show is just gone, fucking pink. Also-
0: Too many card backs, but just yeah, many- yeah,
1: and then it's like. He's also like really weird with some stuff. He gives that St- Stephanie guy a girl, a contract with a draw, and he doesn't give Daniel Allen a contract who beats like the LFA champion or whatever. You know,
0: that was that was stupid. I agree with you guys. Like, I just think they need to go to especially because if you look at the season, with all Brazilian guys just do the all Brazil. Remember they had that one, the all, all Brazilian one. They got like Marina Rodriguez season, and, yeah. and a few other fighters from that. Tyler season. Santos. Tyler Santos. Yeah. Charlie Walker, too. Yeah, absolutely. So they got some good fires from that season. That's what I would do. I, I, listen, like, or just do it once a year. They don't have to do it twice a year because they had 10 weeks earlier this year, right? Didn't they? No, no, it's last year. No, no. Was it last year? Oh, they
2: only did. Yeah. It's just once a year. It's just they need to, like, they need to stop giving out so many contracts. Like, bro, the roster is already bloated as fuck. There's almost 800 fires on the roster, dude. Like, like, and I know you're probably using this, bringing these guys in to cut cut other fighters. But like, the roster is complete is so bloated right now. It's it's ridiculous, dude. Like, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: no, I I agree. I agree. All right, um, I think we're good there. Okay, we're well in this podcast here, guys. uh Alex, man, dude, thanks for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure to have you. We're gonna preview UFC 24, Alex. I have no idea if you want to stick around, but we're gonna start that in just a few minutes. i will set up the podcast, guys. You have anything else to say before uh, we end this one?
2: No, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. Man. I I, uh, I I really appreciate it. And like I said, whenever you guys need me, you know my number.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, if do you want to stick around or do you have, yeah, to, man, it's up to you. Totally up to you. But we'll give you the option. I, you know, I, I kind of. We'll it, go I for like forty-five kinda,
2: minutes. probably. I, yeah, I kind of have to go to Apple.
0: Yeah, of course. Dude, a new app, you're a busy guy, man. You know, you're you're mm-hmm. the uh, MMA media social media guy. You're the Fury FC social guy. You're Dana White's uh, uh, top interviewer. Charles Strickland's buddy. Like you, you're many many hats, my <laughs> friend. So, Marcel, anything you want to say really quick before we get out of here to Alex, maybe?
1: Yeah, man. Looking for look forward to talk about UFC 294 and uh, to Alex. Uh, always fun when you're hopping on, man, um, on the stream. Uh, love yeah. talking to you, and uh, you do. You know, you do a great job, dude. You're one of these guys who actually. Dares to ask certain questions that other people don't, so I really appreciate it that you're a, you're a fun fun guy to talk to as well. So uh, always happy to have you on the stream, man. I appreciate
2: it, Rose. Alex, thank man. you for having me. And Bill, Bell says thank you. Bye, Bill or Bella. Bella. Oh, okay. I say Bill.
0: That's awesome. No, Bella's cute. Man. That's so cute. <laughs> Bye, Bella. All right, thanks, Alex. Appreciate it, man. Okay, guys, just give me a minute here. I'm going to set up the uh, podcast for UFC two ninety four preview. Thanks, guys. Yes.